Welcome to PEV Lane, the show all about personal electric vehicles. Ooh. My name is Hanson. <laughs> My name is Brett, also known as E-Rider A. Hanson throwing in the curveball in the intro there. <laughs> Today we have uh, an, a topic that has suddenly become quite relevant, and you've brought this up to my attention recently. The whole internet has brought it up to everyone's attention as well, I think. Yeah, so we'll start off with our first little section here. We like to call this week, uh, we have a couple of, of stories. Uh, but first of all, the first thing we want to mention is that we did, we want to acknowledge that we took a break last week. We want to uh, gather our thoughts and just redirect the direction of this, um, the, the whole channel and the whole show and everything so we can give out the best content to you. So we were excited to kind of just rework things a little bit and come up with some new topics and stuff. So thanks. And for some future episodes, which, uh, you know, are in the works. Yes. Yes. We're excited about it. So, um, but on the topic of news, there are definitely a couple of things that have happened this week. Uh, do we want to mention, uh, the first thing? Yeah. Let's start with one wheels. Okay. Yeah. Right? So I think, uh, everyone's probably seen since our last episode on right to repair. Yes. Uh, Lewis Rossman and a lot of other one wheel creators as well have also come out and, made videos on the topic of one wheel right to repair and the new gt and a lot of people are looking a lot of views uh thanks to lewis i think who mm -hmm. kind of blew this up the uh, topic yeah yeah and now every channel who makes one wheel content has probably said something in regards to the entire situation um yeah and it's all in the regards to the right to repair these new uh, gts that uh, one wheel have come out with and recently we found out that there was a class action lawsuit uh, that Future Motion or One Wheel made against uh, JW Batteries, I believe it is. Yeah, so they're one of the third-party companies who make custom batteries for One Wheels, the XR and so forth. And I guess One Wheel doesn't like that, or Future Motion doesn't like that. So Yeah, so the saga of the North American companies of PEVs continues with Future Motion here. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll see more in the coming weeks. Uh, I don't think there's been like an official response by future motion yet except for their original it's for your safety mm -hmm. uh, which uh, lewis has addressed in detail so we'll, we won't get into that but you know check out lewis's videos and everyone else who's posted content uh in the past couple weeks yeah and it's it's relevant to the topic today too and we'll kind of talk about that the r d of companies and bringing out new products and if you want to move on the the next subject is a new product that's come out with the demo wheels. How can we not talk about the S20 fire that's come along, but some revelations afterwards as well? Yeah, so for those who are unaware, which probably very few of you. Uh, in the EUC world. In the EUC world, at mm -hmm. least. Yeah, um, in New York City, there was a demo Kingsong S20 wheel, which was being used by Sean, mm -hmm. uh, and he was allowing a fellow YouTuber, Ustride, to uh, come and test it out. And they went for a little ride in New York City, and I think it was within 10 minutes of Ustride riding the yeah, wheel. Yeah, just trying it out. Testing out the power and the braking and uh, everything on the wheel. And, you know, he had a little cutout during a hard braking sequence. Yeah, it wasn't going very fast. Like, nope. it just kind of tilted back, and he, he kind of fell to his knees. And Yep. The motor kind of gave out, and something on the motherboard or the control board uh, failed. And eventually, the wheel caught fire. Oh, exploded uh, all right. Not a small <laughs> One of fire. The biggest fires we've ever seen. Yeah, I think that's definitely yeah. the most. But uh, the whole moral of all of this is that usually we don't, at least with Gotway in the past, we haven't really heard a response. We just get replacement parts and here, this will solve it. But King Song has come kind of full circle and not 
only given a written response that was kind of explaining. It looked like it was quite detailed, but if you look into it, they're explaining to an extent. And they also unveiled some videos, too, of how they test their materials. So Yeah, so full disclosure, I don't think we know exactly the cause yet, but from what I've seen... Uh, Sean has sent, they recovered the motherboard from that burnt S20 and they've sent it to China for King Song to investigate further. Mm. And like you said, they provide, King Song did release a response showing how they were testing and which you don't hear a lot um, of claiming that it was potentially a software related issue, a software bug in the firmware. Which caused the which makes issue. prospective buyers really like oh a software okay you know like the new wheels that are being built now are still going to be okay it's like yeah. well you have to take it with face you're dealing with a Chinese company as well like they've known to be a pretty good company but at the end of the day they're they're defying the odds right now by giving us a response so that's good. That's exactly. A, that's a great thing we could say about it because in the past, like you've mentioned with Gotway, when something goes wrong, they don't necessarily look into it. They don't investigate. They don't try to figure it out. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, or maybe they do, but they don't tell us. Yep. So communication's important there, and I think we're seeing King Song try and communicate effectively and be transparent, mm -hmm. um, which is good, and hopefully uh, we'll continue to see that. Yeah, so that brings us <clears throat> into the question today, I think. Oh, well, I, I personally <laughs> want to know if um, if anyone who's pre-ordered their S20, if they're keeping their S20 pre-orders. Okay, yeah, that's, no, that's a good uh, question. Are you keeping your S20 or S22? Now we know it as. <laughs> After this announcement, they've started calling it the S22. Are you keeping your S22 pre-order? Let us know. Are you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I probably will too, but yeah. you know, we'll see what happens in the end, what the real we'll results are. Yeah. yeah. Uh that also brings us into the conversation today. Like, are these irregularities that we're not really used to in the PEV or in the regular like automotive space that we're seeing in the PEV space, are these normal? Should we get used to these? Like what what is this? Like buying a new product and like you mentioned to me, like we have this skeptical fear of not buying a first batch. Yeah. And I think as someone who was heavily invested into cycling, uh, yes. mountain biking, as yes. well as motorcycles in the past few years of my life, um, until I entered the PV space, specifically with EUCs as well, I had never heard of this concept of don't buy first batch. Okay. So, I mean, I'm sure it exists, right, in other areas um, where, like, you know, the first product is not as good necessarily as something that's been refined um, in, in all technology to some extent. But it seems very apparent in the EUC space where you go on any forum, anywhere, you ask, you look at, like, a new person asking, what wheel would you recommend? The first thing you'll, the first comment will be like, don't buy first batch. If someone's like, can I get this new wheel or? Yeah. And if you've immersed yourself so much in the culture, you don't really think about it. You're like, oh, okay, just don't buy first batch. But like remove yourself from that and see the whole picture of motorcycles, cars and everything that you buy to get you around anywhere. Yeah. And so you for don't me, see that. Um, I have a Yamaha MT-09, yes. which is one of their naked sport bikes. Motorcycle. Motorcycle. Yes. And so in 2021 which is the year of my bike, mm -hmm. uh, Yamaha did a big revision. Uh, and so it's it's like Gen 3 of the MT-09. 
So they've had three generations of this bike where like each generation is like a stylistic change. Yeah, it looks entirely looks different. different. Yeah, exactly. So they, you know, they keep this just kind of like cars. They'll keep the the looks for a few years and then they'll change it. Uh, but with this generation, they also like apparently changed 90% of the components. It's got a whole new frame, all new electronics, everything new, right? But it's so, still called. The yeah, name. it's still the same bike because it's the same motor. So the motor, but even the motor uh, has changed, right? So, what? but to some extent, <laughs> yeah. So like this they added. This is when you start to lose me. I'm yeah. like, hold on, what's the same? The motor, but the motor has changed. The motor's the same, but they've added a bit of horsepower. They've like okay. changed the piston slightly. They added like 50 horsepower or something. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, not horsepower. Um, 50 cc's. Uh, in the U, like in the UC world, do they call it like the the S version or like? Nope, the... it's the same. They kept the name the same and everything. <laughs> but it's just known as like the yeah, next version. It's the next generation, generation of MT09. Yes. Okay. So anyway, but when I was purchasing this bike, I knew it was like all new, ninety percent new components and everything. Not once did it cross my mind. Oh, this is a new batch or first batch of like a new generation that you would run into issues. Yeah, that you'd run into issues, and no. there has been that in the past where like a new generation of a product potentially the first year has some issues that they work out. Yeah, I was gonna ask, did you have any recalls with it? Um, I didn't have any recalls. No. Um, so, but my previous bike, which was the MT07, uh, was like probably the third or fourth year of that generation. Um, it had a recall on like a small plastic part on the chain guard. Nothing, mm. nothing major. It was like a piece that covers your chain was like prone to falling off. So but also the difference with that and in the PEV world is they probably like if you ask for the R&D behind that problem and what's happened, they could probably literally give you a full exactly. report. Yeah, they can. And they'd be like, okay, here's and your they full decide, solution like, with oh, options. The risk is too high. We're going to recall this and it's yeah. fully free of charge. You go to a yeah. dealer, any dealer, they have the part and they'll just swap it for you. And speaking of right to pair, right to repair, it's like, yeah, you don't have to send your motorcycle to Japan to yeah. get them to fix it for you <laughs> yeah there's there's people out there and those people are authorized dealers or exactly. authorized uh, repair centers and yep. stuff like that right? and none of them are associated with the company they're all private companies right yeah so we're so. missing all of this in the pev world and it's yes. a shame it's like they should be following this suit but they're also like the they're not trying to carve the industry they're just trying to cover their butt and make a profit yeah and i think with the s20 and this fire it kind of brought so much of this to light with um when I'm looking online on Facebook on the electric unicycle forums and all the discussions of people just basically just comparing this issue to what's happened in the past with Gotway or Bagode, mm -hmm. right? They renamed themselves as well. Right. From Gotway to Bagode, they rebranded whatever you want to call yeah. it. King Song's not rebranding. They're just potentially changing the name to the S22. I don't yeah, even know if that's confirmed. Yeah, we're just putting these revelations together. Like when something yeah. big happens, there's a name change. Like mm -hmm. Yeah. And at the end of the day, Gotway or Bagode, whoever, whatever we want to call them, they haven't been great at communication in terms of being transparent and open to the public about issues they've had or recalls, right? Like I know in personally, we've had motherboards on the RS, we mm -hmm. had a group by mm -hmm. and all the motherboards were recalled. Yeah. Uh, and those same motherboards were the ones that Black Cobra had issue with on his Monster Pro. And he crashed. And he crashed and injured himself. Mm -hmm. And there was no communication from Gotway. Nothing. nothing. You can't go back and find like uh, a, a message or an announcement or a warning saying like, hey, don't use these. I mean, maybe you can, but it, good luck. I think maybe there was something sent to the dealers saying, yeah. hey, we're going to send you new motherboards. This is why. 
<laughs> if anyone like if it has but motherboard what, issues, here's new ones. And but this the is why, why is but, more like, but just like don't it was use never it. publicly announced to the people. Yes, it was definitely announced. I think to the retailers, but like it was but, up to the retailer to be like, "Yo, this is what's coming down now." Yeah, but, mostly they just stopped making those motherboards and quickly made a yeah. new revision. But I think there's something to be said there that they could find a way around it by still keeping the customers happy and and finding a way. They may lose a little bit of their money in the process. It's all about kind of making their buck. Mm-hmm. But it's like okay. In a way, they're kind of saying, "All right, shut up. Here's here's a brand new part that'll f- fix the entire thing. Here you go." It's like, "Well, we want an answer. Well, do you have your solution? Do you have your new part? Can you put it all back together? You should be happy. There you go." Yeah, and I and think then, with Black Cobra, then, they just sent him a new Monster Pro. They're- yeah, and exactly, they'll send you a new product or something like that. But even that, like a week or two later, they'll come up with a new wheel. Yeah, you'll know as Bagot has been coming up with a lot of new wheels. Yeah, and that's the one thing I find interesting is there's obviously a lot of controversy with this King Song Fire and. It's a pre-production wheel. Obviously, it's going to have issues. Yeah, but the memes on fire with that. Like, people are going crazy. But when you look at, like, the wheels that have been released by Kingsong in the past, like, three years, they haven't had many, right? They've had, like, the 16X was the first one years ago, and then an S18, and that's it. I don't really think about it. There's a lot of Kingsong wheels, but a lot of them are smaller, like, early early generation people or they've just been buying. out for a long time people the are still 18 buying. xl the 18 l yeah those yeah. came out years ago and, and those are 84 a volt ago. wheels they're very popular and they're still reliable yeah people still recommend them but recently they've come out with the s18 and then just recently the s20 that hasn't even yeah. you know it's been we all know yeah, meanwhile on the other spectrum gotway released like five wheels in the past year of those five i don't i don't know that i've seen a single one of them yet in person there's the Hero, there's the EX. We see videos, we don't see them in person. Yeah, there's the EAX20, EX20S, the RS, the special RS battery, which I think new they RS. killed off, the new RS. Uh, maybe it's still coming, I don't know. Yeah, and then there's the attachment with Extreme Bull, too. And oh, then the Master. And the Master. Oh, the Master, which is absolutely taking off. They're calling it the S20 killer, the S22 killer now. Yeah, the S22 copycat. But they know AKA that they're going to get that out there before the S22 does. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't look nearly as nice. And that's and like who knows how the quality will be. But. Is that the charm of them though? Like that's again the profit side of it. It's like they know that if they can get that out there quick enough, that it's not going to matter how good that other unicycle is. They're going to buy yours because it's available. <laughs> yeah, I mean potentially, right? And it just surprises me still that that's the kind of mindset that these companies probably have. And you know, back to the whole like batch one, don't buy batch one. People recommend older wheels when you're asking for like a reliable wheel. You'll never see anyone recommend a new product in the EUC space. Okay, a little question. What's your recommendation for a wheel when someone asks? I mean, it depends, I guess, what they're using it for, um, but definitely 16X or V10F, like if it's their first wheel. Yeah. Those are like very reliable wheels and they've proven themselves over the years. And why why would I recommend anything else, right? Like I'm not going to recommend a Gotway product, which the 1800 watt hour packs are risky. Like they're, they're not... You'll likely not run into problems if you treat it properly and you don't uh, modify it or do anything, mm. crash it or something like that. Yeah, but it's the older but, models that are reliable. Exactly. Or some that are reliable that we found to be reliable over time. Yeah, like which, I think the RS is a pretty reliable wheel from Gotway, mm-hmm. but it obviously has issues. And if depending on your riding conditions, you may need to replace bearings or... Yeah, you know. yeah you have to be careful with certain aspects and you got to know what those aspects are. But like... Yeah. Are, should we be banking on the unreliability like that? Like, it's like, all about that's, performance. That's what it comes down to. It seems the, in the EUC space specifically, everyone is just 
craving that that performance which i understand because yeah. you know same thing in motorcycles everyone wants like the fastest bike or the bike that's like the best performance and most fun to ride mm-hmm. you're not looking for like a tiny you know small bike that goes slow or whatever yeah i guess maybe the difference is like when you buy something like a motorcycle they know it's been fully tested to like really try to like rip out you know crazy trails and stuff like that but when you buy an euc or something like that like from king song or from gotway i feel like they've made it just enough to work and work well and then when they're given to somewhere like new york city to be destroyed in a sense or ridden right to the edge they really find out where they can make the little tweaks to make this just that much better and work on the next wheel and that gives them the main aspect for the next wheel yeah exactly and they're those riders in new york are only some of the few that are doing testing with demo wheels that extremely right like i think about here locally we have smart wheel they have a demo s20 wheel Mm. i've seen a lunch bunch of people in the group go out there and test it out but the extent of that is like riding it around in a parking lot yeah like that's what you get to do and you maybe maybe will hit 40 kilometers 45 kilometers an hour before you gotta or you go over some rocks or you go over a few like yeah gravel or something yeah yeah so you're not really like testing it to the extreme you're just kind of getting a feel for it and see how it the suspension is and you're not testing it like these new york riders um or crashing it as well like sean had a major crash with that that s20 that caught fire right he mentioned that in his video in his video he shows yeah the clip of it he hits a a cyclist or e-bike rider that cut him off um at like i think he said 35 miles per hour yeah 30 miles per hour he showed the video he's going pretty quick almost 50 kilometers probably yeah uh and i'm like he showed the the casing for the battery had cracked the metal had cracked um so there's like footage of and photos of it well and it's also like raw batteries inside exactly right which people are kind of asking for too that it not be enclosed because they generate so much heat so now they've done that and people are like well it's raw batteries yeah but also the it works as like a heat sink now yeah uh, the metal casing right so like apparently the s20 is one of like the coolest running wheels because it allows it to dissipate the heat through the metal so like I, i don't know like i guess that's kind of what you get with an evolving industry that's evolving out of china too where they don't have as many regulations like relating it back to the one wheel thing i feel like the one wheel although now it's having issues it's been quite a robust concept and wheel and and 100 the you know, xr it, is a tank and yeah and with the exception of like do. minor issues that it has yeah it's very reliable and I think maybe that comes with a North American company like that where they have to make it so robust or it's just more of a standard and knowing that, you know, like these lawsuits have happened with JW batteries. Like what is, ha- why is it going this way? Why is it, why is it happening like that? And maybe it's just because, you know, like we see in the EUC world is the opposite end of that is we're getting products that may be able to do things, but like we're talking about a single wheel that you're riding at 70 something, 80 something kilometers an hour. When that fails, like, huh? It's the end story is a lot different. It's a lot bigger. Yeah, it's true. And I was thinking about this the other day too. And so like the S20 that had this fire was also crashed, right? Okay. Yeah. And so we don't know. We don't know. It's all speculation at this point, like what actually caused it besides what King Song has said, which they also said without seeing the wheel. And there's a lot of speculation right? because we have a video, a very decent, yeah. like right in their video. Yeah. There's close video yeah. of both the crash from from sean and you stride when he was testing it his video yeah uh, and so there's a lot of content there but we don't know the exact cause so that's that's fine but when i think about uh even like mountain biking with e-bikes or motorcycles they're not really designed 
to crash. There's a lot of protection that's put in place, whether it's uh, frame sliders on a motorcycle, uh, you know, axle sliders. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of components that people install on these bikes mm -hmm. because you crash it, you're likely totaling it. If yeah. you're going above 50 it's not kilometers designed to crash, an hour, it's designed to ride. They're not. Even if you drop them point. in a parking lot, you'll potentially crack components or whatnot, right? Yeah, if it lands on the side in the wrong way. Exactly. Like, yeah. So they, they don't design them to crash. And EUCs is, I think, basically the same. They're not designing it in a way where like it's going to withstand a huge crash at high speeds where it tumbles down the road on asphalt. Yeah, and, and even then you if, pick it up and keep riding. Yeah, and even if you look at the testing videos that King Song just released, it was literally a flat drop a on drop each test of, on each of the sides. Yes. Like how many sides are on a cube? Six? Yeah, six. On each of the six sides of that battery pack, they dropped it flat. Yeah, from like, 90 centimeters. I was like, do a 45 degree test on yeah, the angle. exactly. Like right on the Like right on at the corner. what time when you crash at EUC, is it going to drop like that, right? Never. It's never going to be a perfect... Put a golf ball on a stick and... Stick, you know <laughs> just jam it into the side of the pack on the flat part at like 80 kilometers an hour yeah but See then that does yeah so you're right and like there's different tests they could do but then i guess what i'm the point i'm trying to make is maybe we shouldn't be expecting a device such as an euc to crash hard like that and then operate exactly as it was meant to operate it's true though, like you said, with I the motorcycles, it's not meant no, to crash. It's something's gonna break. Yeah, you're gonna need repairs, or it's gonna be written off if you like bend the frame or crack the frame or something. Yeah, it's not safe to ride at that point, right? Yeah. So, and you know, just to give some perspective too, like I speculate on a lot of this stuff because not a lot has happened to me, and I, from what I can see and what I presume with you, I don't see you running into a lot of these issues too. But I think that goes with a lot of maintenance. Like if you treat it like it's there to ride, not there to crash, I treat I treat mine as a utility, and it's like it's there to be used and to be used well, but it's not yes. there to be thrown around. If you still have to treat it a little bit like your own little child. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and I think maybe that goes a long way too. Like, well, like within motorcycles space, if you're buying a used motorcycle or something, it's always mentioned if it was ever dropped. Like, even once, mm. even just like in a parking lot, you dropped yeah. it. That now you've you've kind it's of on the record. There's a flaw <laughs> on your on your record, record of your bike, right? So, well, you do see that in EUC sales every once in a while too, and for yeah, the but most rarely part, it's mentioned, right? Like yeah, someone like you'll could see have Nick. smashed an EUC and crashed it and flipped it a bunch of times and then just like replaced the outer shell and you'll oh. never know yeah no right? like how, yeah. how how would you know if the internal batteries are still in good condition after they've been smashed at 50 60 kilometers an hour yeah. down the road you don't know that those um the metal solders between each battery pack is still intact perfectly and or if the isn't shell... going to cause a short somewhere in there yeah, what I've issued too, or what I've seen too, is like when a shell breaks apart and then it pinches a wire yeah. as it like tries to come back together exactly, yep. or like wires are just suddenly twisted inside in a weird way when your headlight comes out or something like that and you pop it True, back in. True, yeah, because stuff comes out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like all this kind of stuff can happen. Yeah, so, let alone mods that people are doing, right? So Yeah. There's so, a lot of contributing factors and I think it's going to be difficult for King Song to be like, this is why this wheel exploded yeah and this so, is what we're doing to fix it like they can they can show like you said all the tests that they're doing the drop tests, the short circuit tests, the fuses mm -hmm. and hopefully that will kind of uh put people at peace but there's still going to be this continued discussion online i'm sure of yeah so i Pagode guess versus King the Song. revelation that we're kind of making here is that we're kind of in a way giving them grace where we're like okay 
the, eh, you're kind of right. Like you're not, you're not making this product to be dropped, you know, going 70 kilometers an hour in rotation, hitting the ground, mm-hmm. you know, like to be mangled like that. So yeah. you're, you're showing us tests that are like, okay, this is durable because look, we could spark it out, short it out. Look at the fuse go. Yeah, know, like exactly. These are the measures we've put in. We're not really, you know, you're not hitting a bicyclist at 35 kilometers an hour. Not to say that was the issue in New York, but who knows? You know, it could have just been one of these absurd things. It's just a factor, right? We don't know if it caused anything. Yeah. In the end, but... it, it looked like it, capacitors were blowing and like it was maybe an overload in the software onto the board. Yeah. You know, which then the caused some sort of electrical spark or short circuit right? over to the batteries. Yep. So who knows? Like in the end, there's now turning into more of a fuzzy video with every repost <laughs> that's that's all we've got so yeah yeah i think so this thing this issue that occurred i mean hopefully it uh gives us you know more maturity and innovation and research in the pev space in general because i see like scooters um, more and more i know segway invests a lot into inboard power supplies good bms systems smart mm-hmm. bms to uh, just the safety redundancy have, yeah exactly yeah. lots of safety when it comes to electrical uh, systems in these pevs because i guess my goal is let's eliminate the you don't need you can't buy first batch products yeah like that's nice what to i want the industry see. get to the point where you'd be able to buy a first batch and just know that there's enough redundancy in there that you'd yes. find in something like I just feel a like, one wheel i feel like we're moving in the wrong direction because when i got into pvs with eSkate with one wheels there was less of this like don't buy first batch than there is today yeah it was like oh it's in the store go get it yeah it was it's more there. like it was more acceptable in a sense because it's in stores and it's a new technology mm-hmm and EUCs have been now around for quite some time where I think it's fair that we can start demanding more from these companies and not be just expected to accept that the first batch wheels are going to have issues or are going to be unrideable or going to explode. Yeah. I just, I think we need to reach a point where um, we hold the, the companies accountable and there's no well, one company that like is at fault, right? Like I think yeah. all, all companies that, build pevs whether it's segway or niu or yeah they're all kind of working as a whole to to create an image like that right yeah and i think there's one big thing to be said too um that king song is taking a step forward by saying something here trying to break that mold and saying something and i think some people have mentioned that online they're like oh it's good they've said something yeah i agree yeah i think that's important and not every company has even done that so Mm -hmm. it's a step in the right direction at least so in the end i think it's it's pretty exciting that yes we are complaining about about all of this but just recently we're starting to see you know the tables are turning and where king song is now telling us and giving us not just like a one page with the i don't even know what you call it like the chinese marking that they put on the official marking that they put on the bottom of their stamp of approval yeah it's not just a single page it's a five page with a schematic on there and you know they're they're giving us more you know so even though we've complained that it's not like the motorcycle industry or, or you know, like you're buying something else that maybe we're getting to that direction. And and at it's the same... It's definitely maturity, right? Yeah. It's and it's like thing. it's slowly moving in that direction in China, but I feel like it's in the opposite direction in North America with one wheel and the whole recent, you know, like our last episode that we had where, 
it's on the complete opposite spectrum where it's like really over-engineered very well and they're even putting blocks in and suing people yeah yeah you know so it's like the pv space is such a weird space to be in right now because the the goldilocks middle ground of the perfect product with the perfect company of course is not a thing per se there's probably a few decent ones out there but the ones that most people love and what we enjoy most it seems like it's kind of also i know it's not a pv but tesla's you know it's similar in like the ev space for cars uh we have to, so. uh well just in the sense of like finding that like good goldilocks middle ground as you put it is is difficult still and even with tesla i know that you know getting repairs done often you have to go through like an authorized they have authorized service centers but they also have their own service centers right like tesla owned um service centers and like those brick and mortar yeah they have brick and mortar like or they service. have mobile service yeah okay but, uh, yeah. whether it's mobile or brick and mortar it's owned by them and not a third party yeah so like when it comes to third parties and authorized centers i know that it's still like more challenging and it takes longer often to get parts and teslas are hard to work on sometimes right so yeah it's this complicated ground and i even think about it with evs in terms of like the charging situation and it's the same for pevs like every pev that i own uses a different charger well yeah yeah what why is that a thing right like yes we have different voltages and whatnot but you'd think we'd get to a point where you could have like a standardized charger yeah even like within like let's say eucs or within e-skate or within scooters oh we got to fix that um yeah so <laughs> uh what was i saying chargers yeah like there's no like standardized uh chargers within like the uc space from like king song to in motion to gotway like i think it was the v12 the in motion v12 is their first 100 volt wheel yeah but none of the gotway 100 volt chargers work with it even though it's the same connector i'm pretty sure they like swap the two of the pins or something to Whoa. be in a different place because it's like the same five pin connector really yeah but then the v12 has like a different arrangement of those pins oh wow. so you can't just like grab a sherman or a gotway 100 volt charger <laughs> it's, it's like it's, an it's, apple yeah apple move yeah it's ridiculous though like there should be more and same thing in cars right like you can't use a tesla super fast charger on any other ev yeah so we're like in a yeah. weird we're in a weird place right now in the pv industry where it's like so unregulated but also like it's not necessarily the wild, wild west. Uh, I had another point I was going to make too. I'll remember in a second. But like it's unregulated. Like there's just no like standardized like, oh, we should all do this. And it's, oh, immaturity. The, yes. the whole the whole industry is so, it hasn't matured to the level. Like if you think about cars and they had to develop gas stations and then good roads between others. And then some roads weren't good so they had to make other ones. And then eventually we got a network now mm-hmm. where you could drive a car anywhere and you'll never have an issue. Yep. Right. Where like same thing with bicycles. Yeah. R and D that's gone into yeah hundred components over the years. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's you can many, keep a bike years. going. Yeah. And there's places to ride the bike. Yep. Yeah. And you could relate that just to like getting a PV and keeping it going. Not necessarily like going places and networks and stuff like that, but just like and like what's the lifespan of your average PV these days? Yeah. And will it be the guy in the next town over who's going to fix it? Or am I going to have to send it to three countries across the globe? I can tell you one thing. It seems like most PVs, the lifespan of them has nothing to do with the batteries these days. 
like the battery on most PVs is probably the last thing to fail. That's so funny you mentioned that right? too, because a lot of people are like, oh, be good to your batteries. Don't overcharge them. Don't yeah, do too fast. Yeah. Make sure you do a good slow charge. I'm like, at the end of the day, you're going to end up crashing this charge thing. Charge it to That's 100, balance it. it. Exactly. Yeah. Like you can, hold on. If you're watching on the video, I'm out of frame right now. I'm still on audio. But like, <laughs> like I'm showing right now is a pedal that's broken. An yeah, old Gotway pedal. Gotway pedal. The front half is flat and then the back half, it's two pieces and it's just flopping. Yeah, some strong metal they got there. Yeah. So that's a thing. Yeah. So I mean, right. So like other parts are going to break long before your battery like wears out or something. Yeah. And I still have like, that same battery in that unicycle. I just have different pedals on it now and yeah. it's, it's still alive. Yeah. And so like that lifespan is important to consider because like why I feel like, you know, as we get further along, these devices should last longer. They should become more reliable. You should be able to buy a new product and not be concerned with like, it's going to have new issues. Yeah. It's right? almost something to be said. Like we're all sitting there. It's like, oh, they're, they're electric battery vehicles. So let's be worried about the battery. And then you realize, oh, I'm, I'm worried about the bearings rusting out recently on certain things. I'm worried about the, the motherboard. motherboard. <laughs> yeah. uh, like the motherboards blowing on the things. bumpers, the friggin' lift sensors, the handles, yeah, the and then lights. The 3D prints that you're putting on the outside to protect. How many things. pads are available these days? Yeah. What, what? <laughs> so it's just, it's unreal how, you know, how things could, should be evolving you know yeah so i don't know i'm an optimist though i do think that we'll see a lot of you know this year will be a good year for new products and like there are a ton of new pvs coming out in all spaces from yeah. scooters from segway to new eucs right yeah um, we almost say that every single the new year. gt the one wheel yeah i expect that this issues will be resolved. I'm hoping. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm optimistic. You would hope. Yeah. 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 Like I am optimistic that At like the end of the day, future motion will more of an optimist than anything come else. to their senses and or come to some sort of res resolution. Where yeah. They have a good product and like, people let's aren't get rid of worried. the ghosting issues. Yeah. Let's, let's solve some of these problems and because uh, it's doable. And we all know it's doable. And it's like at the end of the day, we're not. We like your product. We're still buying it. Yeah. yeah. But it's like. And I'd want... rather not deal with this. Yes. And like Jimmy Chang released a video recently where he's sending back the GT, but all this is basically, basically his entire point was like, I'll buy one again. I will. That's exactly just, it. Just and figure it out, please. It's a batch one thing. <laughs> Literally his thing. Oh, it's batch Full one. Full circle to the beginning of the episode. Right? Yeah. It's like so first he went batch. for a first batch and he was excited. He said he was pre-sale. He was there. He bought yeah, it he right away. It. Yep. And, and he's just like, I, I just can't. He rode one before in Hawaii, I think he said, and he, he had the experience, and then he's just like, I just, I can't trust it. Yeah, so I think that should be, like, the goal for all PV companies. Let's, you know, work on fixing the kinks and kind of providing a more reliable PEV to your customers when you come out with new products. Yeah, but also playing devil's advocate too. Like, are they just doing the best they can? Are they just getting us the product? Like, because we keep asking, oh, we want a next version of a one wheel. We want a next version. It's like, okay, well, they unveiled it. Did they unveil it too early? You know, how much time do they need to refine these things? Because on like the XR, it was the opposite issue with the foot pads. You know, where it was like, or the pint was it, the earlier version where like you, it, you'd step on it and it wouldn't engage the motor. And now the motor's to engage yeah so it's like they listen but it's like they haven't refound it yeah and it but it did take them a lot of time as well to come out with that new or product refine it sorry yeah 
Um, yeah. So I don't know. Are they just doing the best they can to keep us happy by unveiling enough products? Like, you know, but God's really good at that. They just keep unveiling products and like to tie it back again, you know, they just, they just keep lining their pockets. Is that what, is that what this is about? So yeah, I think that's a pretty good, um, pretty good, well-rounded kind of idea. Like we're, we'll ask you, we'll ask the people, like, where do you think the PEV industry is? Is this an, is this an idea that's like just as a whole? that we're looking at or is this you know more centered around this s20 s22 issue that's recently come out and the one wheel issue or you know i think we've we've stumbled on something here that's like the immaturity in the market yeah i mean definitely at one point everyone was an early adopter mm-hmm. um yeah i think we're starting to move past that yeah and, and what I'd you like said see... this year will be an exciting year yeah i'd like to see what happens this year and i'm looking forward to uh all these new PVs getting into the hands of actual consumers. Yeah. And we say that every year. Every year is going to be an exciting year. But I think this year, there's a lot more, like, In particular. Exponentially every year, I mean, there's more to be excited about. We're getting out of the pandemic finally, right? So yeah. there was definitely a lot of slow, <laughs> kind of less innovation and changes for the past two years. And companies mm-hmm. were hesitant, I'm sure, to release a new product in the middle of a global pandemic. Yeah. With economies kind of in questionable spaces so hopefully this year will be recovery and also recovery of like i think it's an optimistic time for everyone in every space just in life things are starting to pick up and the pv industry is no exception to that so that's exciting yes yeah i'm excited we're all excited (laughs) let's stop using the word excited now (laughs) yeah i think that's that's just a good thing to look forward to so uh that rounds out quite a quite a great episode there and you want to move on you can move on to an instagram shout out so yeah, let's move on to Instagram shoutouts. Yeah, uh, I don't think it took us long to figure out who was going to be our shoutout today because it's the on video, topic. the the video that we mentioned, and we mentioned him in the video or in the in the episode as well. So Hassan or Sean that you mentioned, uh, he has the recent video. Let me pull up. Let me start recording here. Yeah, so shout out to Sean on YouTube. Uh, go check out his channel. He. Like Brett said, he, he posted the, his video of the entire incident with the S20 fire and mm-hmm. uh, with Ustride as well. But shout out to Sean. Yeah. So he's become one of the biggest um, content creators on YouTube for EUC content. And, and he's, he's based out of New York. He's based out of New York. And he does a lot of commentary while riding, which is really cool. And it's it's, it's a cool little style that he's got. But he, he really does delve into a lot of the bigger topics. Like we try to do with this week and whatnot in our topics as well, but he really is really well known for this. Um, and he's got, let's see now, over 13,000 subscribers, which is pretty big for the EUC and PEV space. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, so he's got, uh, it was the wheel that he was using at the time uh, that, that caught fire, so we were all kind of anticipating his content to come out. So if you don't know who he is, check him out on YouTube primarily. Go subscribe. Go subscribe. And uh, subscribe to... To PV Lane. To PV Lane as well. Yeah, while you're on there. So, um, yeah, you could find us everywhere. Uh, we're still on Spotify, still on Apple, Google, if you listen on your devices, your phones and whatnot, the regular podcast apps that you use. And if you want to see the video version, of course, we are on YouTube. You can find us at PV Lane. Also, if you need links to anything, we'll put in the description, but just hit up pvlane.com. Yeah, there you go. Launched our website, so it's got links to all those channels that you just mentioned so yeah 
And we also have a custom uh, URL for the YouTube channel as well to make life a lot easier for for links. What is it? YouTube.com slash C slash PVLane? That's it. Got it. and easy. Simple. So, yeah, we appreciate the following and all of that and you uh, watching our content, being interested in what we might come up with next. But, of course, we're always listening to you. So, if there's something you want us to talk about or delve into or do a little research on, shoot us a dm we've been getting dms and whatnot and people have been chatting us up and we we love that so uh yeah that helps as well we can know what to talk about and yeah because a lot of this is you know your perspective and and your you know the way you perceive a lot of these things and it's not just our opinion that would be quite boring <laughs> so it's good to hear other people's opinions and shout out people like hasang and our and our notable shout out today because if you don't know what his content is and you, you ride in the uc especially um he does other PV content. You, you learn a lot. So, yeah. Thanks for listening and watching, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, we appreciate it. Peace out. Peace.